Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Sunday, May 2nd, 2021. Ah, I can't believe it's May already, but it feels like May out here in Chicago. Chicago, we've been having just absolutely beautiful weather. It was like 60-something degrees for my run today. One of the few times I felt like I didn't need gloves so far in 2021 while I've been running, and it was just absolutely magnificent. And then I just got back home, spending some time with the family, going out for a picnic out by the lake, playing with the kids, getting them on the scooter. So it's just been absolutely beautiful weather. Nothing to complain. I mean, it's a little bit windy if, I, if, if I'm going to complain a little bit. But, you know, as far as playing with the kids, I, they, don't, they don't mind too much. It only, it only bothered me a little bit on the run, but it's just absolutely fantastic out there. How are you guys doing today? Everyone on the podcast, if you're listening in on this on the audio-only version, hopefully you guys are having a good run. And everyone watching this on YouTube after the fact, hopefully you are having a great weekend as well. All right. Looks like we got Super Schmoltz in here. Says, currently find the energy to go for a run. Just hit the wall half an hour ago. I guess I could nap. I, I mean, I would say go for, I mean, take a nap and then go for the run. Do them, Go for both. It's the weekend. Go for it. Go big. Um, but it is beautiful out there. And there are a lot of people out on the lakefront, though, I will tell you that. Um, but uh, it's great to see. You know, there's a lot of bikes out there, a lot of Divi bikes. That's our bike share service. So a lot of people on their bike share bikes. And uh, it's great. My, and my wife my wife was commenting. There's a, there's a game. It's like you've got this, like, thing. It looks like a trampoline. But, like, it's kind of like volleyball. But you hit the ball down at this little trampoline. And the ball is, like, the size of a softball. I don't know what the name of that game is. But, like... That game is very popular along the lakefront in Chicago. Just where we were sitting and having a little picnic, we saw three separate games going on of that game. It was kind of weird. Um, it doesn't seem to be like other games where like people might like challenge other groups to it, you know? But um, it's definitely taken over the popularity of, say, like bags or cornhole. I don't know what you guys call it, but that game. Um, people, people like that volleyball spiky game. It looks like fun. But, yeah, that's pretty popular right now. All right, Rick says, hey, Kapuzian, just returned from a nice and easy 11-mile long run. That's nice. Hope that's, uh, that everyone's Sunday run went well, too. Awesome. Very good. That's a nice, that's a, that's a solid Sunday, 11 miles. Ricardo Katagiri says, yo, what's going on? Today got a marathon PR in a live race. Awesome. 308.23. That's speedy. Says he's very happy with his all. Great job, Ricardo. You need some help? You good? Okay. Jeez. She's moving a chair. My daughter is. All right. And it says, hey, Kofuzi and everybody. Uh, now she's annoyed that I mentioned her on the live stream. <laughs> um, and it says, hey, Kofuzi and everybody. Happy Sunday. Just about to add a pair of Carbonex 2s to the basket. It's a good chew. I'm, I'm liking it. Um, for my long run yesterday, I was debating whether or not to use the Carbonex 2. Because I knew it was going to be a longer run, but I was also going to be easy. So like easy the whole time. So I'm like, is it overkill to have X2s on an easy run? But what if it's 18 miles? Uh, I was I was un, I was really torn at the at the last minute. I went with the DV8 nitros. I think I wouldn't. I, I think both would have been good options for the day. But yeah, I was thinking I was thinking real hard about about running those yesterday. All right, Steve says a day of PBs today. I love to hear it. Says ran a 135 half. Awesome. Great work. And he's over the moon at that. Well, fantastic job, Steve. That's a speedy half. Great job. Uh, <laughs> and Chris says, great races and times, everyone. I got an unproductive run from Garmin today. Cowbell. Does it, Wait. Garmin tells you if you have unproductive runs? Like they were like, I mean, you know what would be funny? 
That's, I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't think I don't think Polar does that. But you know what I think would be great um, if uh, like there were a watch. I mean, this could be like a good, I guess, April Fool's Day joke. If the, like a company came out and said like we have like the Tough Love watch, and what the watch does is it like instead of encouraging you, it's always like discouraging you, um, and saying like you know when I was your age, I was running twice this long, you know, or something like that. It just gives you messages of discouragement. Like one one would be great is if like after a run. It just goes bah, bah, and says like a screen that says junk miles. That would be fantastic, right? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I would buy that watch. That'd be pretty funny to see. Um, or if like you were really close to your PB on it, and it, if it is it um, like let's say you ran like uh, a, you know you're shooting for a three hour marathon and you come in at three hour and two minutes, it just goes. Bum, bum, ba -dum, bum. And as I was like, too bad. I think that'd be amazing. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Spence Ohm says, yo, what's going on? Set a five-minute PR and a 15-minute course PR in the half marathon today? Dang, Spence. Great job. He's feeling great. Should have been more proactive with gels, though. Looking forward to more runs with the humans. With humans. I didn't know if you were talking about human gels or with people. But very cool, very cool. I've been seeing a lot of footage of people running races like in person. And um, yeah, I'm getting excited for it. I'm getting excited. I still haven't signed up for that that spring marathon yet out in the suburbs. but Because um, I'm not sure if it's a good idea to do it. But I just figure, well, maybe it'll just be a 26-mile easy run. Kind of like I had an easy run yesterday of 18 miles. Maybe I'll do an easy run and just spend like, how long would that take? Maybe like another eight miles so like three and a half hours on feet is that too much to do two weeks before an ultra i don't know i've got my afternoon coffee guys fresh brewed feeling excited about it um all right let's see let's scroll down a little bit um martha says though in terms of uh encouraging watch stuff though yeah where did it go i just saw it Mm. oh man where did it go sorry i missed it it was something she was she said something along the lines of like her watch tells her she has the fitness of a 20 year old that's pretty that's amazing that's great i don't know i don't remember my garmin telling me those things interesting all right stevie 76 is here what's going on stevie scott says hey all jeff Elliott says hello everyone all right, guys, sorry, I'm going to scroll down all the way to the bottom just so I could stay up with you guys in the chat. Sorry about that. All right, if I missed your question, please please type it in again. Sorry to make you repeat yourselves, um, but I'll make sure to get to it. All right, Steven Gersdorf says, I finally leveled up, leveled up from the Escalante 1.5 to racers, and they are awesome. Very firm but flexible at the same time. Yeah, I mean, is the only difference between the Escalante and the Escalante racers just as to low, a much lower stack height? Is that like the primary difference? I've looked at those before. I've wanted, like, because I think, I don't know if they do it every year, but for a while they were making, like, Escalante Racers, a Chicago Marathon edition. And I just thought it looked really cool because it had, like, the skyline on the side of the shoe. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll try that. But that was before I'd ever tried an Ultra before. And so I was like, I don't know. But, man. And uh, Wojciech Malkowski, let me try that again. Wojciech Malkowicz says, I can't wait till Chicago Marathon. I'm in Phoenix and training here is so tough. 
Yeah. I, I mean, it's seeming more and more likely. I mean, early in the year, I gave it 50-50, maybe even less than 50-50 chances. Um, I think that, you know, we'll have to kind of still see what's going on globally. And it's like the third of the world majors to go this fall. So I think that, you know, they'll have some guidance in terms of what other countries are doing. But um, things are opening up here in Chicago. I mean, at least for like how we feel about Chicagoans being here and then also kind of inviting tourists to start coming here. Like tourist attractions started opening up. Navy Pier started opening up. We're feeling confident. We're feeling good about it. The numbers in the state of Illinois are all going down. So hopefully that means good things for, for Chicago. But in Phoenix, I imagine things are getting pretty hot pretty fast there. So, yeah, it'll be different here. But I'm looking forward to it, too. All right, Mike Daniel says, this is my 14th day running in a row. Nice work. Any tips for tips for keeping at it and staying strong? Um, I would say, you know, check yourself in terms of, like, you know, how's your body feeling? You know, doing some mobility work and kind of, like, get, get on the floor, roll around a little bit, do a little bit of light stretching. But by doing that, you'll kind of see, like, oh, my hip is really tight. So maybe it needs some massage work. Maybe you need to work on opening up those hips before you get running your next time. So, like, do a lot of kind of systems checks. So I think that's one way to do it. And then, you know, if you're feeling really run down on one day but you want to keep the streak going, just remember to get out there for just a little bit of time. You know, it doesn't. you don't have to run a marathon every day to keep a run streak going. So, yeah. All right. Um... <clears throat> let's see uh and danny says i feel your pain wojek he's in tucson and <laughs> it's warm yeah Ooh. i don't think i've ever been to tucson i'd like i'd love i'd love to go maybe i need to do a southwest swing i'd love to see like albuquerque i don't think i've ever been to tucson um i mean basically in the southwest i've been to phoenix scottsdale area you know that's all one big like kind of sprawl and then um does vegas count as southwest i don't really think that counts but that's kind of i think that's it i need i need to get out more um all right let's see daniel pseudo says i was watching nick bear's triathlon post they're still wearing masks in cancun i don't think the masks are going away during events when you can't test everyone yeah are they gonna have to wear masks while they're competing too so I feel like at least in the around here, it's just kind of like, you know, put it on. You'll need it on the start. You'll need it at the, at the finish. And then there aren't really like post-race festivities. I, I haven't been to a race, live race yet, so I'm not sure. Um, and then I think that like, usually, I think it's what I've seen in a lot of places is like, if you're going to pass someone or if you're going to, because like they're staggering everyone's start, or if you're going to end up running in a pack, then I think they kind of would like it. But yeah you know to, for you to put one on so i'm not sure but yeah i mean i overall i agree with you that they're not going away anytime soon but um you know i'm just i'd be happy to see some uh, events assuming that like the community levels there are safe enough to do so you know but hopefully hopefully we'll get to start seeing some of those mm. all right yeah, Carlos Griego says, come on down to Albuquerque. You can do some runs along the foothills of the mountains and the Rio Grande. Oh, I didn't know Albuquerque was that far south. But, yeah, interesting. I, w I you know, I got to figure that out. I got to figure out a southwest swing at some point. Can't remember where McBride says about Vegas. Is I think Vegas counts as one of the circles of hell. <laughs> uh, 
yeah. It's an interesting place. Mm. Oh, Ted and Ruth says, Hi, everyone. Is anyone watching Sabrina Vergie's record attempt on the Wainwrights around the lakes in UK? Oh, I didn't know that was going on today. Mm. CV76 says, What's the minimum for a run streak? One mile? Well, I think that depends on however a person defines it. For me, if I really wanted to try for a run streak, I would I would probably put it at 5K. Um, yeah, but, like, you know, I think that at the same time, like, if someone were trying to go for, like, I mean, it depends. Like, if you were going to say, like, I ran a 1,000 days in a row, minimum five minutes. That would be like, wait, what? You know, 1,000 days sounds impressive, but minimum five minutes. You know, so, like, I feel like it has to be, like, a decent distance one mile i think is is probably acceptable for a run streak i would probably put it at 5k for me because i think that for me i mean i'm not a huge run streaker i do end up run streaking but i don't shoot for like aim for it um i think they're cool i, I like it when people do them but i don't have anything against them but i don't i don't try for them myself but um for me like i feel like if i couldn't get 5k in i'd probably be like ah scrap it i'll just run again tomorrow that's kind of how it would be, I think. I'm not sure, but I've never really tried it. And Daniel Sudo says, about that race, that triathlon race in Cancun, he said, there'll be no uh, mask during, just during staging. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. I could I could see that. Just because you got so many people in a small condensed area, even if you're outside. Yeah, my wife and I were talking about that today. Like, would we feel comfortable going to like a baseball game? You know, I mean, the harder thing, I mean, we're uncomfortable going to baseball games because of the peanut allergy we have in our family. And so, like, where's the place where you're most likely to find just peanuts everywhere? A baseball game. So that, that's always a tough one for us anyway. But um, we were like, if we, what, would we feel comfortable doing that? I'm not sure. Because I saw that, like, you know, the Kentucky Derby went on this weekend, although with limited capacity. There's just a lot of stuff happening, you know. Hmm. And it says about the run streakies, I think 5K is a minimum for a run as well. Let's do a one-mile minimum, though. Yeah, I think if you were trying to go for a very long run streak, then I think I think that would be okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't scoff and be like, a thousand days, but some of them were only a mile. I don't think I would ever say that. I don't know, but I guess there's some people that probably would do that to other people because people are weird like that. So I don't know. I think if you were trying to do a run streak, I would say go for 5K at least. Daniel says at least 3k for a run streak for me. I could I could take 3k. Mm. All right. Remy says uh, no run streak, but I've done activity streaks every day for a month. Run, lift, ride, kayak, boxing, rock climbing. Let's go streaking. That sounds like much more fun than run streaking. Um, yeah. I would like to learn. I still want to learn rock climbing. We're trying to think about when my daughter would be able to get back into rock climbing. Um, but I would like to get into rock climbing too, just so that I could also help her. So once she wants to get more time on the wall, I could know how to do the things that she would need. So that way she could get more time on the wall. I don't know, I don't know what the words are called, but yeah, that's something maybe I should take care of now. <laughs> Inna says, Pippa won't accept anything less than a 5K if she puts on her running harness. Well, yeah, you don't want you don't want to let her down. <laughs> so I would definitely 
Uh, you know, it's like, oh, sorry, I know I was running late today, but, you know, can't let the dog down. That's awesome. That's funny. <laughs> I can envision the dog, like, if you tried to take her out for, let's say, like, a like a two-mile run, like, or like a 3K, at the end, her, like, tugging and being like, no, we're not going in yet. You know, like, this is too short. We got to get back out there. What are you doing? I could definitely see that. <laughs> Um, uh, Renchette says, Hey, Kofuzi, just realized you never reviewed the Nike Tempo Next Percent. Is there any specific reason why? Uh, kind of two reasons why. One, I didn't think it was all that, uh, it would look really weird to me. Um, and, uh, by the time, uh, I didn't get it early. Um, so, uh, by the time it was available for me to purchase it, everyone had kind of put their views out on it and everyone was like, this is great, but, or this is terrible but I could see how people would like it, you know? So I was like, uh, people are really like one way or the other on it, but it seems like even the people that love it are pretty lukewarm on it. There's a couple of people that love it. Like I think Ben Parks really loved it. Um, so that was one thing. So I was like, eh, I don't, I don't there's a lot of other shoes out there to run in and I'm not sure that I need to add anything to the discussion. Um, and, uh, the other thing is that it's taller than 40 millimeters. So like, not that I care all that much about uh, World Athletics rules for myself, because it's not like anyone's ever going to ask me to surrender my shoes at the end of a race and subject it to testing, right? So like, I don't, it, really, it really doesn't doesn't matter at all. But it just seems weird to like, like why why are they making the shoe that breaks the rules? I get it, it's a trainer, but um, and there's not a racing shoe, but still, it just that was, like, that was the other thing that I thought was weird. Uh, Daniel Sudo says, do you think Hella ends his run streak after running across the USA? He's putting in 40 miles a day. It's a lot of volume, no matter the pace. I feel like that's a good, that'd be a good place to put it down. Right. right Cause uh, unless you're just going to keep going forever, what is his minimum? Is his minimum 5k? Is it 3k? Is it a mile? I don't know. But like, yeah, that's crazy. 40 miles a day. I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around that. I think that like, if you, I feel like a half marathon a day is a lot. I mean, that's what, seven times 13 is, oh boy, we're going to do some math here, 90-something uh, miles in a week. That's a lot. That's a lot of miles in a week, but, mm, man. Um, Secure Elite says, I would love to compete in a race where you run and there's some sort of rock climbing included. Well, I mean, there kind of is obstacle course racing, but it's not exactly what you're talking about, I think, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's definitely room out there and... Um, you know, I hope like now, I think 2021 would be a great time to test it out. Although maybe people are just like giving regular races for a while. I don't want to do weird stuff. I just want to do the old stuff. But I feel like I think that there's definitely room out there in the marketplace for um, different kinds of racing. So, I mean, like at some point, you know, someone was like, here's what we should do. I know there's swim bike, swim bike run. People are doing that all the time. How about if we just do the swimming and the running? Right, so there's like that event, and then some people are like, no, 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 you know what we got to do? Just the running and the bicycling. Right, so there's like weird combo events. So I feel like people are people be ready to do like combo events. I'm, I'm down for it. I like it. Mm. All right, B714 is here, says, hi, David. He's a hi to everyone. Where'd it go? Um, hello, Cohen, everyone. Yeah, that's the one I was looking for. What's going on, Beast? Uh, all right. Chris Dyke says, I was able to get the tempo next at a great price, so I gave it a try. That's another thing. It was like 200 bucks. He says, it's a pure tempo shoe. No easy paces allowed. Yeah. I think that, I mean, I think that's what threw a lot of people off 
a lot of people that were reviewing it, I don't think quite like understood that about it. And I was like, well, would they like it if they knew that you're basically only supposed to run fast in it? But like, I mean, even for me and my, like my racing shoes. Right. So I'm like, yeah, but like, I've got to warm up in a shoe and I got to like, if I'm doing a workout, there's recovery jogs, you know? So like, it can't be miserable at easy paces. But I guess, I, I think, I, you know, I don't know. I think I would probably enjoy the tempo next percent. I think I would understand it for what they were trying to do. But I just felt like there's a lot of people that reviewed that shoe and we didn't need another one. So, yeah. Uh, Noah says, managed to get 20% off the Alpha Fly. How'd you do that? That's incredible. What are the main differences compared to the next percent? I'd say the main difference is the squishiness. So it's going to feel just like a lot more like there's like a, a squish and release um, that you're feeling. And that's coming from that, those giant air pods in the, in the front air pockets, pockets. I forget what they call them. Uh, they're not air bags. Cause that's like Nike air. It's different technology than what's in Nike air, but like the zoom air pockets. And I think those zoom air pockets, it's similar technology, but they're very different than like the air pods in, let's say like a peg, let's go to 36, like a peg 36. Um, and so that's going to be the main thing that you're feeling. It's very, very different. I feel like because of that, um, I think that the, I feel like the alpha fly is geared towards marathon racing, maybe half marathon racing. I mean, I, I mean, I can run in it from 5k to marathon. I think it's because I'm not like super powerful, um, that it suits me well. I mean, and the Ingerbertsons set records in that, in the, in the, on, uh, in the alpha fly at the 5k distance. So like people can run fast in it. But I think the general way that most people break it down is, you know, half marathon and marathon is alpha fly, half marathon or faster is next percent. That's how a lot of people look at it. Mm. Inna says, I started an exercise streak January 1st, 2020, no days off. Some days are cycling or Tabata class and Ron Hill did a 52 year run streak. 52 years? That's incredible. Wow, what a blessing to be healthy for that long. And like injury-free. Amazing. Oh, Luis Becerra says, hello in Illinois right now, just a bit south of Chicago. I didn't know that. Oh, man, he made it a long way. Incredible. Mm, all right, Teddy Jordan says, howdy, Kofuzi. What's going on, Teddy? Good to see you again. And... Um, Ron Dre says, some people like to warm up and cool down with other shoes. So maybe the tempos are best for that. Yeah, I suppose so. But I feel like for do, if you're if the purpose of the shoes to do threshold work, then I feel like it has to also be decent at a fart lick. Like, I, I feel like it'd be really weird if it were like, you know, only the threshold efforts is it good at, you know. But like, I guess some people do warm up and cool down with other shoes. But like, I don't know. I don't have time for that, I think. <laughs> like... You know, sometimes when I see Seth and he's like going to a track or going to a workout and he brings his Ikea bag full of stuff, he's got his stick, he's got his roller, he's got a couple of different pairs of shoes and all the stuff in there. I'm just like, just go outside and go for a run. I mean, that's, I mean, I know I overcomplicate things a lot, but I'm like, I don't know about this whole changing shoes business. I've been seeing like a lot of workouts put on by pros as well. Like, so people like about Seth's level, maybe a little bit faster and they do the same thing where they might do like, you know, they'll bring their speed shoe. They have their warm-up shoe. Then they bring their speed shoe for that part of the workout. But then they're like, you know what? If it's starting to get tough, you know, or they really feel like they want to spike up, they might switch into spikes. You know, I've seen that. 
I kind of get it, I guess. But, like, I don't know. I, I just don't have patience, I think. I'm impatient in that. Daniel Sudo says, what pace per mile do you need to run at to get the benefit of a carbon-plated shoe? I think that the, the way to think of it, Daniel, is think of it as the amount of effort do you need to be at to get the benefit of a carbon-plated shoe. And I'd say for some shoes, let's say, let's talk about the Alpha Fly or the Vaporfly Next Percent, for example. I think that people, most people running at marathon effort will feel the benefit of the carbon-plated shoe. And that's, I think, is part of the, like the 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 miracle of the Vaporfly is that like lots of people in a lot of different uh, levels of proficiency can benefit from it. Some shoes I feel like take a little bit more skill um, and power to be able to get the full benefit out of. Endorphin Pro is one that I, comes to mind right away when I think about it because I just feel like I, I I get a lot out of it, but I feel like I'm feeling mostly the foam. I don't really feel like I'm getting the benefit of that carbon fiber plate unless I'm running at like half marathon effort or faster or harder. And it, it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't think it's about, there's no like six minutes per mile, seven minutes per mile cutoff. So it's, it, I don't, I don't think it works quite that way. And there's, I think that there's been some, uh, I, I've heard of some studies that are out there that are saying that like, you know, they say like this 4% more uh, ener- economy by running in an X percent at the elite level, but they, a lot of scientists or, or the, the sports physiologists are thinking that they think that the economy benefits may be more for people who are not elite. And so like, you know, I feel like the people that are like, Psh, if you're not running a three hour marathon or if you're not running a 240 marathon, what do you wait running in those for? I think that's a, that those are fancy ways of saying like, you know, this, you know, that slow people don't belong in running. There's lots of fancy ways that people like to say that. People that are, um, I don't know, insecure about their own running. People love to do that. But, you know, I I think that, you know, a lot of people can benefit from them. Um, All right. Marco Mayer says, can you make a one, can you one time make a test on more easier tempo and carbon shoes, like five minutes per kilometers? Are those carbons still more effective? I mean, yeah, I mean, I run in those, I feel them all the time. So like when I go for a run, I do anywhere between two and four miles of warm up. Uh, and that warm up pace is like 530 per kilometer. And then I have, if I have threshold sessions, you know, I'll be doing six minutes at my threshold effort and then a minute recovery. So I'll get every, and every, so I'll get everything between like 530 to, I'm not sure exactly where my threshold level is, somewhere like 350 per kilometer. Um, and so like, I, you know, I get all those different sensations, some shoes, it depends on the foam where will you really still feel a lot of the carbon or not? And also the shape of the carbon. Right. And so like the, the answer isn't quite so straightforward, but this question is pretty much the exact same as the other question that I was talking about earlier, where, yeah, people at a variety of paces can still feel the benefit of carbon. Um, but like, I don't, it, there's not a cutoff. Like you gotta be so fast to, it's not like a roller coaster. You must be this tall to ride. Carbon plated shoes aren't exactly like that. Now, if you're, if you're like, if your marathon is, let's say more than like five and a half hours, six hours, something like that, then I think maybe the trade off then is not whether you would feel a benefit from the carbon, but if you're going to be on feet for a longer period of time, 
would you overall have more of a benefit from having more cushion underfoot because you're hitting the ground that many more times? So like a, there's there's different ways of looking at it, but yeah. So I don't, I don't I'm not. It's, it's kind of like the same question. But I have tested it. I test it every single time. Mm. All right. Renchet test says, what would your next racing shoe for the marathon distance? Uh, well, if I do that marathon, the next marathon I might do is going to be a workout, not like a real race race because uh, I'm getting ready for a 50K. And so for that one, I'm not sure what I'm going to run in because I'm going to try to run it easy. But um, right now, like if I were to like race a marathon, I'd probably pick the Metaspeed Sky because uh, I haven't run a marathon in that one yet. Uh, and I would love to see how it does over the longer distance. I think it would be pretty amazing. So that would probably be my next one that I would pick. Um, yeah. Mm, Wastelander says, are you going to go after a sub three this year or next? I'll probably go forward at CIM in December. For this summer, I just want to run a lot of events with a lot of, with a lot of people. Um, and just kind of celebrate running being back. Um, and then for Chicago, I'm going to try and run it with my running buddy and see if I can pace him to a time, if he wants me to. I still have to, you know, hammer that out, those details out with him. If he wants me to or not, if he wants to go at it all, all alone. So um, if he wants to go at it alone, maybe I'll try and make Chicago a three-hour attempt, but probably not. I'll probably wait for CIM to do it. So it's pretty much both kind of next year almost louise says did anyone see the master's mile yesterday at the trial of miles the winner did like 446 and a 60 year old last place was like 506 mile that's incredible people are fast people are fast Carlos Griego says, Seth goes full movie production, sets up camera for even parking his car or going to the fridge. Yeah, I mean, but like that bag, that blue bag that he has, that's not cameras. You know what I mean? Th that blue bag is like his shoes and stuff that he wants to bring along. Now, I know a lot of it, sometimes he wants to talk about a couple of different shoes, like while he's out there. So that's probably why he does that. But you know, he, he loves his big bags. Um, he, yeah, and I think it's cute when he does that. But it's not, it's not for me. I don't like carrying a lot of stuff. Sarah says, what's going on, Sarah? She says, Co, was the firmer midsole the main component of Nova Blast 2 that made it feel more stable? I ran a little for the first time in two months today in the OG. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know that, yeah. I will say yes to that. But I'm not sure if the foam itself is has been, like, made more firm. They've changed the shape of the midsole. So a lot of times that shaping can have a more substantial effect than I think that most of us have been realizing over the past couple of years. So they've changed the shape of it a little bit and they've changed the angle of it. So it's not a 10 millimeter drop shoe, it's an eight millimeter drop shoe now too. So I think that's part of it. And I think part of it's the, the rubber, but overall the stability is coming from those changes. There's not like stability elements to it. There's not like, you know, posting in it. There's not like a denser part at one point to make it, you know, more, uh, uh, more like crush or crumple resistant um it's still ff blast foam so it's nice and soft but it just doesn't like squish around like when you step in it so that, that I, I do like it a lot more 
Let's see what else we got here. Alan Shrimpton says, wearing a carbon plate shoe could also be a placebo effect. The fast you feel faster, you are faster. I mean, they've talked about that too as well, as like whether there is a placebo effect to the shoe. And even in the New York Times study, when they did a, like a retroactive, like a, a regression analysis where they looked at people, Strava accounts, and saw like what their increases in PRs were running, you know, pre Vaporfly 4% and post, and they were like, all these people got like so much faster, especially in these non-elites. They're getting so much faster by running in the shoe. You know, they're like, we certainly recognize that like people marathoning becoming more popular and people like learning more about how to train and how that information being like readily available on the internet now where it previously it kind of wasn't. Um, all those things factor into, I mean, just having more people running more consistently means more people are going to have more drastic increases in their PRs. So I think they talked about that too and whether that's a that's different than the placebo effect a little bit. But, you know, there are other things that go into like whether or not the carbon plated shoes are mechanical doping or cheating or have any benefit or don't have any benefit. But yeah, it could be a placebo effect, but I I think that there's a, a that that is an element to it, but I don't think that's the totality of it. This might would be my take on it. <laughs> all right matt says do you remember kangaroo the running shoe in the early 80s that had a zipper pocket on the side of this right shoe sweet i don't remember that i want to say that i remember that but i don't i don't think i i don't think i remember that mm. all right looks like scotty b's here what's going on scotty b how you doing he says, I'll catch the rerun tonight. I need to get off my feet. Oh, that's Scott. Scott, sorry, Scott, not Scotty B. Where's Scotty B? I thought he said came in here. Oh, there he is. Mm, it's a little bit further up. Um, Ian Gourlay says, would you say a carbon plate shoe is a stability shoe? I would say no. I don't think that it is. There are some companies that are using it to help stabilize the squish, what would over, uh, otherwise be probably a too squishy of a shoe or maybe too much stack height. Um, and so the carbon does have somewhat of a stabilizing effect, but that doesn't change it, a neutral racing shoe to being a stability shoe. So I would not, I would not go quite that far. Mm. Oh, here we go. Scotty B. There it is. It says, Hey all checking in from Minnesota. Went in on a little bike ride today. Awesome. Very cool. Tommy D 56 says a six meta racer. How many miles can I get out of them? I bought them for tempo days. Thanks. If you're using them only for your tempo days, I think you can get a lot of miles out of it. Uh, it's going to depend on your surface, you know, and like your individual foot strike. But I mean, I think that that meta racer, you can get a lot out of that. Cause that a foam that's in there. Um, I don't think it's doing a lot of crumpling and squishing. So, um, I mean, I still consider it a race shoe. So like, I don't know. My inclination is to say like 125 to 150 miles worth of racing or 150 miles total of racing. And then maybe another 50 to a hundred miles of workouts. But if you're only going to use it for your tempo days, I think you could probably get a lot out of that. I think you probably, I mean, you might be able to get even more. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a pretty high durability shoe. The outsole rubber is holding up really, really well. It's a beautiful outsole as well too. 
All right, Lu Zhang says, late. I'm at my mom's house giving the caregiver a day. Oh, that's nice. I hope your mom's doing okay. Good to see you. Uh, Piet Johnson says, hey, Kapuzi, any recommendations for an easy day shoe? All zone two runs. Um, I would, I mean, I just tested out the Nova Boss 2. That's not coming out for a little while, but that's going to be a great one. The Mach 4 is going to also be a great one that's out right now. Um, let's see. Um, Triumph. 18 or triumph 17 i think i like the triumph 17 more um but those are both going to be pretty good shoes as well clifton's i haven't tried the eight yet i have them but i just haven't tried them yet i'm not sure when i'll get to those maybe next week um but yeah my first two uh, off the top of my mind would be like and also the invincible so three the invincible mach 4 and nova blast 2 when you can get it, your hands on that but yeah those are some good choices all right what else we got here we got another vote vote frank gives another vote for the triumph 17 that's a good one dave cowdry says i wore carbon plated shoes for the first time ever at a race yesterday and took 10 minutes and 19 seconds off my half marathon pb and the next percent twos wow that's a lot that's a lot of time off incredible i mean that's like almost a minute per mile off insane insane great job and i'm sure it's not just the shoes david so good work good work out there <laughs> all these people remembering those kangaroo shoes scott said i had a pair and daniel says matt i remember and we were showing our age by admitting that <laughs> yeah in the early 80s i would have been like you know, I was born in 79, so, like, I would have been pretty young in the early 80s. Ben Y said, went to Ikea today and waited over an hour for a veggie hot dog. This is news to me. Ikea has veggie hot dogs now? Number one. And number two, you have to wait in line for an hour for it? Is it not? It's, like, because, like, at the Ikeas by me, there's the regular place where you can eat. The place where you get the meatballs, right? There's, like, the cafeteria. But then, like, the cheap hot dogs and the cheap ice cream is on the way out. So, like, after you've paid for everything, there's, like, one last time for you to, to fill yourself with food. Uh, and that's where the hot dogs are. That area is usually not very – because usually they just, like, set up the hot dogs and just line them up. And then as soon as people want them, then they, like, you know, they don't wait for you to order the hot dog to, to start putting the hot dog in bun. But um, I, w- I want to I hear more about this, Ben one. I mean, veggie dogs aren't great, though. I, I mean, I've yet to find a veggie dog that was like, this is good. This is tasty. You eat them because it's like, meh, it's not great, but it's convenient. It's not great, but, you know, we're at a cookout. Everyone else is eating hot dogs. Now I can have a hot dog, too. I wonder if it was any good. I would like to try it. And it said, I had a pair of kangaroo shoes when I was in school. I kept my house key in the pocket. Wow, nice. I mean... The thing is, like, I've seen the hats, and I, I feel like I've talked to you guys before about hats, like running hats that have a little zipper in it, and um, I, I've never liked those, but some of you guys have mentioned that you guys like that. But um, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I ever had the shoes with the zipper on it. I want to say that I must, I, f- I feel like I had those shoes, maybe not one of the zippers in it, but I feel like I had that brand of shoe before. I would have had a kid's version, I think, but, but I don't know. I can't, I can't confirm um i don't know is my mom here maybe my mom knows i don't think my mom would remember she didn't pay attention to those things 
Mm, yeah. Frank says, a veggie dog is just a receptacle for condiments. I, I would say, yeah, there, there's a lot of truth to that. I find that, I, I mean, I love ketchup and mustard. I just enjoy, I enjoy those, the flavors of those condiments. But I definitely, like, load up on the, and I put ketchup on my hot dogs. Um, I definitely load up on those when I'm having a veggie dog. And Ben says, about the hot dogs, it was on the way out. And staff were not as efficient as you described. It was not even a long line, so I'd expect to wait longer than 10 minutes. Oh, okay, so that's, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Hmm. And Rick Sutter said, anyone interested? I went to Dick's yesterday because of a rumor they would begin selling the next percent twos. They actually have them, but they can't sell them until May 13th. What's up with the delay on that? I, I just feel like the rest of the world has had them for like a long time. I feel like it's been out for so long, right? I mean, I haven't been trying to get any, but I feel like that shoe's been out for forever. No? That's weird. That's weird. Oh, and Ben Y follows up on the hot dog, says the veggie dog was extremely underwhelming. Oh, that's a bummer. But I will say, though, that the do- like the, the hot dog, I, I haven't been to an Ikea in years, but um, they're, they're a dollar each at the Ikea near me. And, uh, and so, you, you you know, I'd buy like a, a handful of them at a time uh, back when I ate hot dogs. And um, even then, I'd be like, they're not great, but they're only a buck. So I'm going to eat five of them today. So, I don't know. Interesting. Stephen Gerzorf wants to know, if do they have me- veggie meatballs? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that lingonberry sauce is good. I feel like a, me- a, veggie, a veggie meatball and the lingonberry sauce would actually probably still be pretty good. I would, I would, I would eat that. I would eat that. I, I don't mind veggie meatballs. Um, my wife and I make them sometimes, and I usually make meatball subs with them. So I'll put like I'll cook them in a little bit of tomato sauce, and then I melt some mozzarella cheese on top. You know that's how, and we'll, I'll eat it in like a hoagie bread. You know, um, so we like to do that sometimes. That's tasty. We should do that. I haven't had that in a while. <laughs> Christina says top slice hot dog buns should not exist. You don't like that? Th- I I don't have I don't have an opinion on the top slice hot dog bun. I feel like it's fine. Um, what was I watching? Like, you know, I feel like if you're eating a lobster roll, you got to have the top. I mean, it'd see, it would be really weird to have a lobster roll that wasn't in a top slice hot dog bun. Right? No? Uh, but I don't have a problem with the top slice hot dog bun. I do feel, I mean, but like all hot dog buns kind of tear easily because it's just cake. But like, um, yeah, the top slice ones do seem to tear a lot. I don't know. I, otherwise, I don't really have an opinion. Uh, all right. Dimitri says, when you tested the Saucony endorphin speeds, did you notice a strong chemical smell? I really wanted to like them, but it's so strong. I don't recall that at all, Dimitri. Oh, that's interesting. And Dave Cowdery talking about his uh, recent half marathon success. Say so it says, it wasn't just the shoes. Ben Park's training plan and 60 miles per week helped a lot. First time under two hours as well. Awesome. That's cool. That's really great. I'm glad that plan worked out for you. As far as veggie meatballs goes, we're bouncing around on topics here today, guys. I love it. Jeff Elliott says, the, the, the Trader Joe's veggie meatballs are okay. The Gardein ones are, uh, I don't know how to say that word. Gardein ones are delicious. You know, I don't mind the, the Tijuana, that I want to keep saying, whenever I see TJ, I think Tijuana. Um, I, don't, I, I like the Trader Joe's veggie meatballs. But again, I douse them in like marinara sauce. And, and cheese <laughs> so i mean yeah that that covers up a lot of shortcomings i guess 
Mm. Luna says, the Trader Joe's everything ciabatta rolls are yummy, toasted for sandwiches. Oh, yeah, I haven't had a good ciabatta bread in so long. Oh, now I'm, I'm now I'm intensely craving ciabatta bread. I feel like it's an underrated bread. Don't you guys think? I don't know. <laughs> Martha says, Edbud will surely notice the smell of the endorphin speeds. He's the shoe sniffer. And Danny J wants to know, is that why Seth was smelling the shoe? Have they been doing that lately? Did they get new ones? Or are you guys remembering this from their endorphin speed videos? Now, like, here's the thing. Like, I know Ed smells the shoe, but, like, I um, I got this from Clint Anders, a guy, very fast runner, um, and uh, he made one of, I think, probably one of the best Vaporfly 4% videos I'd ever seen. And uh, he when he would he would do a breathability test on shoes, and he goes, now let's test the breathability. And he would put his face up to the shoe and, like, try to take it, like, a, a breath, <sighs> like, through the shoe. He's like... If you can breathe through it, it's breathable. If you can't breathe through it, it's literally not breathable. And so I do find myself doing that from time to time. So I did that with the Nova Blast. I was like, this jacquard mesh. And I was like poking at it. Like it's soft and stretchy, but is it breathable? You just inhale, exhale. Put your like mouth up to it and then deep breath in and out. It, it, the, the Nova Blast 2 is a very breathable shoe. <laughs> Uh, Dominic Smirnowski says, good evening. Three weeks out from my first race, a 5k, need tapering tips. Um, I would say for your first 5k, you probably don't need to taper out three weeks in advance. Um, I, you know, I'd say anything, you could probably go as short as three days. Um, but maybe start thinking about like the week of uh, start tapering. Um, keeping in mind that the stuff that you're doing like next week, that's two weeks out, isn't really going to like give you any benefit in terms of strength getting ready for that 5k but i still think it's important because you're like your next race is not your last race ever so whatever work you're doing will count towards like whatever you're doing after this race um, but also it'll help with mental sharpening too so um i would say for tapering is um i don't know i think people over taper for 5ks that's my personal opinion um so i would say like you know uh don't do a lot of hard running but like, don't be afraid to still have like a light workout the week of, you know, just something to like, make sure your legs are still sharp. Um, but, uh, yeah, have fun. Have a lot of fun. Good luck. You have to let us know how it goes. <laughs> Steven Gershaw says, veggie meatballs are nothing but receptacles for gravy. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Ah, uh, Ian says, Seth just got the Endorphin Speeds 2 and Pro. Oh, I didn't know that they were sending those out to people already. Ah, oh, cool. Ah, uh, Benway says, Seth was sniffing the Endorphin Speed 2 as he unboxed them today. Interesting. Oh, and Carlos says he got the Shift 2 as well. The Shift is a shoe that I definitely will not be looking at. I didn't like the first one. I mean, it was okay. It just wasn't for me. It's not the kind of shoe that I think I would like. So I'm definitely not going to get the 2. But um, the Speed and the Pro. I mean, I'll get those when they come out it'll probably be a while for me to get to that though remy says currently making three pizzas a deep dish a flatbread and a standard it's going to be good night. that's a lot of work i mean yeah i mean your family's lucky but that's a lot of work mm, i don't want pizza <laughs> 
All right. Mm. Ooh, Noah says, really fortunate to be able to race a 10K at the same venue, the airport, as the NN Mission Marathon in two weeks. Oh, that's cool. Are you going to have all the fencing that they had? Because I felt like at the turns, they had really tall fencing to block the wind. So I'm like, oh, I wish more races could have something like that just to block like particularly windy spots. Like there's a spot at the end of the Chicago Marathon before the last or the only hill, quote unquote, of the marathon. It's at mile like 26.1. Um, and you're coming up Roosevelt and you make a, no, is it Michigan at that point? It's Michigan and then you make a right uh, and then you make the right up to Roosevelt. That spot right before that turn is always really, really windy because on the left you have tall skyscrapers and on the right you have open kind of fields. And so it's like an open space versus a tall wall. So it just the, the wind always hits. I wish there was a way they could block some of that wind because every year it's like you're almost done with the marathon and then you got to go through like the one of the race, race's only few hills. And it's just like demoralizing. But at least you're going to be done soon. So there's that. <laughs> Noah says, I hope they have those fences back up because the wind could be a real issue at such a place. Yeah, I feel like with an airport, it's just like it's just such an open space. There's going to be wind running, like whipping through, or it could be. Uh, all right. Diego Vergara says, greetings from Chile. I'm not really fluent in English yet, but I like your content and how you make a review of a sneaker. Well, thanks, Diego, and welcome. Glad to have you here. Hopefully you're doing well. Um, all right. Aiden Lindbergh says, is there going to be a review on the Nike Pegasus 38? Yeah, but not for a little bit. I did a Nike by you, like a custom one, like I did last year for the Peg 37. I just got an email today, I think it was today, maybe late last night, saying that they just started making it. The, 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 the current um, expected date is May 25th, so it's going to be a little while for me to get to it. But I feel like a lot of other people are getting it, so if you need to know like right away, there's a lot of p people that are making very good videos about it now. Mine will just be a little bit later. All right, Saragon McKenney says, Yo, Kafuzi, just clocked 300 miles on the A6 Nimbus gel. Still a durable shoe. Yeah, I would expect no less, though, from a Nimbus. They usually put a lot of rubber on the outsoles on that. But that's awesome. Great job. Thanks for the, thanks for the follow-up. Does anyone else hear a dog barking? It's not my dog. My dog's taking a nap. That dog sounds like it's in the apartment. All right. All right, let's do one more and then I'm going to get going for today. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chris Yao says, record-setting ratios are just receptacles for alcoholic beverages. I really like this theme that we got going here today, guys. <laughs> I got to tell you, I've never drank, drank anything out of a shoe before. What was it? Do you guys remember Shaq drank out of like someone drank out of one of Shaq's shoes one time? And cause like they were like talking about how he's like a just giant shoe. Um, and someone drank, oh, was it after a championship or something? They, someone drank out of one of Shaq's shoes. Anyone remember that? What that was? I don't know. I just think it's a very strange thing to do. I don't know. I feel like for something like a 50 K, a road, a 50 K, like world record, I, I I would, you know, if I were Deslin, not, I mean, not to say that like Deslin's doing a lot of stuff wrong and she needs someone to tell him, some non-elite dude with a, a live stream on YouTube telling her what to do. But if I were Deslinden, I would make a trophy that has a little cup on it at the top. And I would 
give it to the next per- whoever breaks her record. And so that way they have something to drink out of when they're done. It could even be a little shoe at the top. They should put a, she should make a trophy with a little shoe at the top that's sculpted out so she could put, so you could put champagne in it and then whoever breaks her record, whenever that might be, and maybe it happens soon, maybe it doesn't happen for decades, but whenever that happens, that person can then get the trophy and then you drink out of that. I feel like that's something that should, should happen. I made a trophy for our family's fantasy football league. I've never won it, but um, it's a trophy with lots of spaces so you can put your own nameplate on it whenever you get it, but you're supposed to give it to the winner the, every, every year. Whoever has it gives it to the next person who wins. Um, and it's just a dude sitting on a couch with a football helmet on it. So I, I, lo- I, I like trophies. I think it's because of Happy Gilmore. That's why I like trophies. But yeah. Um, and D- Danny J says, no, they have to drink out of their own shoe. That's the new tradition. I suppose. I suppose. Either way, either way. Um, Noah says, I'm definitely doing a shoey if I ever make the podium. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's super funny. Awesome. Uh, well, I feel like now it behooves us, any of us that's in here today, that if you ever win a race, you've got to drink out of your shoe. That's the rules now. Sorry. You're going to have to find a way to do it. <laughs> Hopefully that can happen for us, for one of us soon. That'd be awesome. I would love to see it. All right. That's going to be it for today, guys. Tomorrow's video, I'm going to talk about a new pack from Camelback, the Camelback Ultra Pro. I've been running in it for a little while. I'll tell you about it tomorrow. And then we'll do another live stream. We're going back to weekday time tomorrow because tomorrow's Monday. So it's going to be 1 p.m. Central. I'll post like the reminder for the live stream early so that you could see it if you check YouTube kind of like earlier in the day. So I'll make sure that gets up there as well. Um, so it's going to be one o'clock and we'll do a Monday mukbang as well. Cause it's Monday. I got a whole bunch of new foods to try out. So should be fun. Uh, hopefully I'll see you guys then. In the meantime, be safe out there, everybody.